Greetings, folks. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi, podcast 533 for April 5th, 2015. This week, uh, kind of have a special show, spur of the moment a little bit uh, for you. Didn't really announce it, but uh, we didn't get a guest host for this coming weekend. So I got together a couple days ago with Jen and Angela from the Anomaly Podcast, anomalypodcast.com, and we talked about... Uh, growing up geek, I'm going to call it, uh, growing up as geeks, uh, our experiences growing up liking this kind of stuff. Also, we also, also, we <laughs> cannot talk this morning. Thank goodness this was the main podcast was recorded a couple of days ago. Uh, we also talked about uh, having kids and how we've exposed them to different geek things over over our time uh, with our children and yeah, that kind of stuff. Anyway, pretty informal, just a fun chat. Uh, I, I amazingly, we went on, I think, for about an hour and a half or so, which uh, for us seasoned podcasters is not difficult to do. So that is today's show. I, I hope you enjoy it. I really had a great time. Thanks so much to Jen and Angela for recording with me a couple of evenings ago. And, you know, Angela's uh, got a new baby at home, and man, she's just like got everything. Uh, Got everything worked out already, so I was pretty impressed. But anyway, without any further ado, I'll play a little uh, opening music uh, credits theme for the show, and then we'll get right into the uh, podcast. I'll come back afterwards uh, just to wrap up with a couple of comments about upcoming shows. So here we go with uh, Growing Up Geek with myself, Jen, and Angela. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners... The 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's trick flows from the Force, but beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's, it's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Rico, and you're listening to Tracks in Sci-Fi. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you are listening to, well, a podcast again, yes. <laughs> and I am with uh, Jen and Angela on Skype, and we're going to talk about some uh, some geek stuff. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations to Angela, who just had a, a new baby. Why, why do yeah. people say a new baby? It's like you don't have an old baby, but people That's say true. it like that, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is a little redundant, I guess. But yeah, she's a new baby. It's just like being a little pregnant. 
<laughs> did anyone ever really, did they say that to you when you were pregnant? Did they say you were just, you know, you're a little pregnant? No. Well, when you are pregnant, there is a difference. You know, you feel So what point are you more beginning. than a little pregnant? What's the, what's the time crazy? Like you feel four months, five months, more pregnant six months? When you're six, seven, eight months. Okay. That feels a lot yeah. more pregnant than one, two, three. Yeah. The well, trimesters, you, yeah, it starts hurting. <laughs> Congratulations, and and now you have two little rugrats, and that's that's fantastic. It's um, you know, that's just um, it's amazing. It's always amazing. I was there when when my two boys were born, and I just like you know, burned into my brain. I can't remember what I had last night for dinner, but uh, yeah, that (laughs) that's never going away. So yeah, it's it's definitely like as far as top ten experiences in my life, you know, having having those two. So and there's meet, so, uh, meeting Patrick Stewart. So Meeting Patrick Stewart is up there. <laughs> okay. Or I'm just trying to get an order. Okay. No. So anyway, because of yeah. that a little bit, I, I was thinking that um, what we're going to talk about is uh, growing up, I guess, growing up as, as geeks, as anomalies, you know, I- I- interested in this kind of stuff, kind of what we first got into, kind of how that... Uh, there's a lot of things these days. You know, being a geek these days is much easier. It it's is, yeah. it's like totally in. You know, there's other things that are not so in. We won't talk about that. But um, I think my my mic is dropping down. Sorry, but um, but yeah. So we're gonna talk about uh, you know growing up, getting into geeky things, and then talking about being the fact that all three of us are parents. Talk a little bit about how that's affected, you know, being parents. Did we like, you know, do we tie our kids to chairs and sit them down in front of Star Trek and make them watch it, you know, or what did we do? But, uh, so I'm not sure how exactly to start. I guess I could start a little bit with, with a little bit of mine background. I know some of the stuff that we'll probably talk about, we've talked about before on our different shows and podcasts over the years, but you know, I probably till I was 11, 12 or so, it wasn't really a thing for me. I mean, in terms of watching science fiction, reading science fiction and fantasy, it really wasn't. I was watching things like westerns and comedies and cartoons and I don't know what else. But, um, but yeah, I started to watch the old, old reruns of the original Star Trek. And that was, I think, what first really caught my eye. And then I started reading a lot of books. And, and then it was, I'm trying to think of who else in my family was really into it. It was mostly, I think, friends that I met at school. So I, I didn't, there, my brother was into it too, I guess. But we, we kind of got into it at the same time, more or less, I think. We used to also watch a lot of those old monster movies like Godzilla and that kind of stuff. Uh, but, uh, and, you know, there were these late night movies on Saturday. Like, eh, I wouldn't even call them horror movies in, to this day, an age of kind of horror movies. But old stuff like, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, those kinds of things. But um, so, yeah, there weren't really a lot of other people that I knew until I started to get into it. And then I met a few friends at school. So I don't know which one of you wants to talk a little bit about how you first got into it. What what got you into sci-fi, fantasy, whatever, at what age, and that kind of thing. I'll let um, Jen go next. Let you Jen go. go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, first of all, I didn't know you had a brother, Rico. 
been listening to you holy since you cow first started, oh my gosh i feel like uh, that? that's terrible that is terrible <laughs> i have a brother and a sister that is weird isn't it I it's funny what you that. do it's funny what you do talk about it but you don't talk about yeah i, I think i might i we must have, have mentioned brothers and sisters are you the baby brother or the the older or the middle i'm the oldest me okay too. me and too jen <laughs> well that's weird too of but, three uh, children too yeah. you have three yep well, um, I, I've told this story on Anomaly a lot, and it's on our bios, but I'm going to, I mean, it's its a good story. Yeah, I'll add <laughs> but, some other um, stuff. Embellish her. You know. My dad is like the, Anomaly, when we first started the show, meant, you know, that we were, we flow, flew kind of low under the radar as far as geekdom goes, and and that's what it meant to us. Like we, we just like whatever we liked, and it always kind of surprised people when they found out that we were into Star Trek and Star Wars, and and so anomaly just kind of fit, you know, what we were. And now that you've mentioned, you know, it's a little easier to be geeks now. We've kind of had to change what anomaly. I mean, it still means that, but we've talked. We've had discussions about well, what does it mean to be anomaly. Angela and I have. Yeah. And um, it's kind of discussions about it. Yeah, it's yeah. changed a little bit. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. um, my dad is an anomaly. <laughs> He's not a chick, obviously, but um, he is a rough, tough cowboy. I mean, cowboy hat. He never wears tennis shoes. Is always boots and blue jeans and. He rides horses and he's getting a lot of bar fights and stuff too. Come on, he has gotten into fights and kicked people's butts, and he's like, <laughs> but they, they always had it coming. But he's like John Wayne. We always call him John Wayne. So he, but ironically, John Wayne is who introduced me to science fiction. <laughs> he actually proposed to my mother during a uh, original series episode of Star Trek back in the. <laughs> In the, uh, like during a commercial break, or, ju- or just something like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. All right, we're gonna be back in a minute. Now I'm gonna propose. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I attribute that to him, and my mom encouraged me. My mom's not a science fiction fan, but she's always encouraged me to like this kind of stuff. Whatever you know. When I was growing up, um, I w- they introduced me to Star Wars too. They went to go see it in the theater. I was too little at the time. I think I was two or three. Um, but they got me all the toys. <laughs> My brother and sister are like, good gosh, you were spoiled. Look, you had the Ewok forest and the Hoth and all the the X-Wing fighters and all that don't stuff. Like, no, don't one, let meds, no one got any of that after I was... Don't let Med see your yeah. Ewoks. He'll kill them. So. I know. He <laughs> posted that on my board, on my wall on Facebook. He's got Vader an anti-Ewok uh, thing yeah. going, yeah. Yeah, he likes to tease me about that. But anyway, um, but... I guess when I, I mean, I, all through elementary school, I always, like, on my, my bio on Anomaly, I say that um, it says that I led the resistance. I mean, I, read the, I led the, the visitors against the resistance as Diana <laughs> when we played V on the playground. And the Did you only... go clawing people's skin off and stuff to see if they no, had, like, I lizards didn't... underneath or no? No, the game ended when someone decided to bring... Cherry, a cherry flavored Kool Aid mix to school as you know, and used it as red as dust. Blood. And then, oh, oh, I see. Okay. So then, um, the game ended. So when I died, ah. <laughs> but I was also like the um, playground superhero. I defended little kids from bullies because I, I'm you know of Swedish descent. I'm a tall woman. 
and as t- was always a tall kid, and I went to a predominantly Hispanic demographic school, and most of them were smaller than me, but um, they that helped me out in in, in the bully fighting. <laughs> the arena and john wayne taught me how to defend myself never threw the first punch always waited for the bully to do it then they never ever bothered the kid again and i never got in trouble ironically but so i was the the superhero but then that kind of went away the older i got i started hiding it more hiding my geek because um i started caring more about what other people thought of me and back then if you were into this stuff, you got teased. Yeah, I was going to say, so was any of that playground bullying or, or later on, was any of, um, uh, were, were you then like when you did have examples of people finding out and then getting teased about it or, or, or something more? Or well, like, no, I watched other people being picked on. Like I noticed ah, that okay. was a thing that you didn't want to flaunt, you know? And I, like if you bring I, I your Star Wars little Star Wars lunchbox or Star Trek lunchbox to school, that that wouldn't go over too well. No, it didn't. That or didn't was, start happening until junior high. Like okay. people cared more in junior high. Uh, junior high you know, is the like worst. For wearing and who who you hung junior out high. with, and yeah, it is the worst. And um, there was a pecking order that I noticed, and and I started to like not hang out with the people that I I felt more comfortable with, and I started hanging around the more popular people and through osmosis became more of the popular person. And even in high school, um, I didn't tell anyone that I watched Star Trek and I watched it all through high school when all my friends were watching 90210. <laughs> my show was Star Trek. So the you, Next you were one of the cool but, kids. So you hung out with, uh, but, but these were people that were not into sci-fi right, no, or fantasy. Or and I didn't talk to them about it. Oh, one see, time, like, they were, they were like your beard. They were, they were, you were, you were, you, you were using them to, to I, I blend was in. Yeah. I'm not proud of that, but, during my senior year, I had a break. You know how seniors can have a, a, a uh, one period off. You know, sure, yeah. And I would, I would go hang out with the nerds oh. in like the AV room. Did you put <laughs> on glasses when you did that and like a hat? No, I didn't. Stuff? But okay. I mean, I didn't pick on anybody. I was okay. never mean to anyone. I got along with everyone, and so they didn't think of anything of it when I was coming and hanging out with them. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just I, I um. Did, like it, and it wasn't until I met Angela like, and people like what I was going to say was that um, I remember having a conversation with one of those people I befriended in my off period during a class and my mentor was always my art teacher because I I'm, I'm an artist and in um, she um, overheard my conversation about Star Trek and she actually said to me oh Jen not you and I felt ashamed this was a teacher that said that (laughs) it was one of my teachers and someone who i looked up to i love her to death and i remember her saying that and i was i just thought oh gosh i need to keep that on a wraps should never talk about that publicly again (laughs) you know and it wasn't until i met angela that i just like shut all that stuff in fact david didn't even know i was a nerd and I had been married to him for s- several years when I. Finally oh my goodness! Him. Wow, this yeah, is this is like the what do you, what do you call those uh, tell-all shows or whatever? Yeah, right? I, know. Wow. I was a closet geek. A closet geek. 
Well, I didn't know that you so. went that long with it. I knew that from listening to other stuff that you guys have talked about mm-hmm. that, you know, it was it was a little while, but wow, I didn't um uh, yeah, interesting. In fact, about this month, uh we've been friends for 10 years. Yeah. Jen and I. Yeah. We met like 10 years ago, like now. <laughs> She caught me reading a copy of the two towers, the, the two towers yeah, that, on my lunch break, and and I she likes to caught you because I, I tried you. to hide it. I've caught you. I, no one can hide their geek around me. No, she's got geek I'll, radar. I'll find it. I'll geek find dar, it. Geek dar. Geek dar. Yeah, I have geek dar, <laughs> and I'm very non-threatening because I don't look like a geek right away. You know. That's the whole anomaly thing. So I can I can go into very normal situations and you would not know. You really wouldn't. So that's why that's why I'm very non-threatening to people who are trying to hide. And then so if I mention it, then I, I think I remember the look on Jen's face. She was horrified. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, I think like, we have that all in all, all three of us. I think we have that in common a little bit. I think that's kind of the anomaly thing. Thing a little too it's just the ability to sort of blend if you mm-hmm. need to but yeah but I, I I think I've told this story before about you know I met this work colleague about a year ago I kind of knew him but uh, this was when I went on this trip to China and I think I said this on the po- uh, podcast about maybe after I came back but um so we're in China, we're eating a lot of weird food, and I won't take too long with this story, but it basically they bring out this plate of it looks like a lot of worms on a plate. <laughs> and uh yeah and then my this colleague friend of mine he was kind of a friend of mine already uh he he says oh it's it's gach, gach. <laughs> and, and i'm like what did you and he didn't know anything i keep it pretty quiet at work i don't really there's very there's a few people at workplaces that have have you know i eventually let know kind of mm-hmm. but um just because it just doesn't really come up most of the time anyway it's not even really that i'm trying to hide anything but I'm like, what did you, I made him say it again. What, what did you just say? <laughs> I was like, and then that just opened the floodgates and we pretty much just, you know, we were sitting next to each other anyway. And we just started talking about it, uh, about everything, Trek and everything. And it turns out he, he's a, a German guy and he has costumes and he goes to, you know, uh, Ren fairs and all kinds of stuff. Although he hasn't really done a lot of conventions but he has a lot of parties at his uh, place with other friends of his, and they actually get dressed up and just have a party uh, kind of a thing. But anyway, yeah, so it comes out, you know, but before that, yeah, he wouldn't have known that about me, and I didn't know about him. And then he just says, oh, it's gach. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Angela, you want to go through yours a little bit, kind of run down what sure. uh, your back, uh, backstory, Angela's backstory, your character's backstory, backstory yeah. <laughs> My origins. Yeah, your um, origin. As it were. Um, well, I mean, I think, you know, my family is just very, I, I was always a little weird. And I think this is not like, it's because I'm a girl and I am like relatively pleasant looking. I don't mean that in a bad way or it's going to be taken however it's taken. Is the only thing standing between me and a basement. <laughs> <laughs> Because really, well, and you live in like, Texas too. They don't have any well, basements that's down. That's true. I am a Texan, so that also kind of, you know. So if, if the conditions were slightly different, I would definitely be like computer nerd in my base. You know, the very stereotypical um, nerd. I think, uh, but because of the circumstances being what they were, um, 
I don't know. It's similar to Jen, although my dad wasn't like hugely into Star Trek. Um, it was enough to where he like introduced it to me, like when they had the reruns. And it's funny because Jen always thinks that I'm being mean to her when I talk about how there's two years difference in our age. And it's it's interesting when you when you those two years make a lot of difference when it comes to the beginning of life, you know, because there's stuff that I just don't remember. Yeah, um, right. The first from, 10 years from the, or 15, From the first yeah. 10 years, there's yeah. stuff she remembers that I don't, even though there's only two years. And I, um, you know, I, I, of course, I was born in 76. Um, Star Wars came out in 77. I remember Empire being a thing, but I didn't go to see Empire. I went and saw Jedi. And, and I, I saw Jedi and I saw Wrath of Khan in the theater. I guess Wrath of Khan would have been first, right? Um, and yeah. I was seven years old, and I remember what I was wearing. Um, wow! It's kind. It was yeah. kind of a. It was kind of like a scary <laughs> show to take a seven year old to, but whatever. I just remember it's like one of the first movies I went and saw with my parents, and like my brother and sister were at home. It's like my first kind of adult movie experience. Now, how much and, Star Trek did you know at the time, though? Because I know that you're not that into the original series. So, well, we, that's that is all I watched, though. I, yeah, I watched right. enough of the original series. Okay. That I was excited when when TNG premiered. Sure. Like, uh-huh. like I knew enough about the Star Trek lore from watching it and watching the movies when I was a kid. So that by the time I was, I think I was 12, 11 or 12, 11, 12 when, because um, I was in seventh grade when Been like when 87. Yeah. 87. Yeah. yeah. So when TNG premiered, I was, and I, I have a, another like distinct memory of sitting and being like, okay, I'm watching this. And so it's not something where there's other shows where you hear about it and then you watch it later. Mm -hmm. Like I literally started watching it in 87. And so I had enough background in Star Trek TOS to know what I was getting into. Right. And it was nothing that I really talked about. You know, Star Trek, it just always seems like in, I didn't really think about it being weird because it was something, but I also kind of did know that it was weird because not a lot of people at school really talked about it. And I didn't really keep it from anyone. It just didn't come up. You know, it was just, that's what I watched. I also watched a lot of musicals and old movies because my mom was into that kind of stuff. Um, so I had a lot of experiences that other kids weren't necessarily having. And we also, cause we lived outside the city limits and back in the day, um, you didn't we didn't get cable until I was in high school. And so you pretty much could watch what was on three main stations and then there was like two kind of funky stations like Fox came up and and there was like a CW pre CW kind of station. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They had that and then you had your VHS, you know, whatever you could rent. And so that was kind of my that was kind of mine. I just also was thinking back to what a conversation Jen and I had a million years ago that I also remember so going to Wrath of Khan when I was really young, going to Jedi when I was very young, and just remembering that as part of my life. And then also, um, do y'all remember uh, Amazing Stories? Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. I remember being in fourth grade and like sitting with the guy, the boys from the Boy Scouts. They were in their uniforms. I don't know why I remember this. And we would talk about Amazing Stories. And... I would do. I would prefer to do that than to talk to the girls about whatever girls talk about when they're in fourth grade. And even though the, I had that part of me that was very like, I want to fit in and I want to be popular, 
I much rather be around people that I enjoyed talking to. And so if they were a little weird, it didn't bother me. And, and so I had like this conflict of like, I want to be a cool girl, but I also just want to be Angela. And so the Angela thing kind of won out. (laughs) (laughs) And then once I started, um, doing theater, I met all these people who were very similar to me and had a lot of the same interests, not all of them, but, but like my theater director, it's like the exact opposite of Jen's situation with her art teacher was, um, my mentor, one of my mentors when I was in high school theater, she was a huge fan of Star Trek. And so when I said, Oh, this is something that I like to watch or whatever, she was like, awesome. And like mm-hmm. to this day, she, I know that she likes Star Trek and they all, every everybody in that world was very supportive of that. We all watched Star Trek and thought it was cool. And I don't know, like, that's just how, <laughs> that's just how So you was. were you, Angela, did ever, did anyone ever, did you get picked on ever? Did, did it ever come up or did you ever actively like hide your geekiness? Not really, because to, like, to, cause there was like somebody there who thought it was stupid and you just didn't want, didn't want to get into it or. Not really, because I was so weird anyway. Like it didn't really matter. The, the 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 geeky thing didn't really come up because I was exactly opposite of Jen. I was little. I had bifocals in the seventh grade. I had braces. Like I was mu- much more like when I was little, I was much more of like the nerdy looking little kid. Mm-hmm. I actually had E.T. glasses, <laughs> these glasses <laughs> that had E.T. written on them that I picked, you know, because they were E.T. So this whole idea of the science fiction and, and embracing that part of me was something that I started very young and didn't really stop. And the other thing, though, is that the anomaly thing comes in because I also was interested in dance and 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 things that other other things that are more mainstream for a little girl to be interested in. Yeah. So so that kind of brings in the anomaly sort of part of it. And then when I was in high school, I got contacts and my braces came off and it was like a whole <laughs> she's all that kind of ridiculous uh, thing, you know, yeah. just finally finished with puberty. And then I was able to kind of come to some sort of balance. But I didn't, I was made fun of in middle school, but it was just because I was weird. It had nothing to, I was obnoxious and I was really small compared to everybody else. I was, I was op- again, opposite of Jen. And so there was no reason for me to hide how weird I was because that was just one more little thing on the it list. Was just, that was just one of the many weird things of Angela, you know, it's Oh, true. she likes Star Trek too. And she, you yeah. know, yeah. Okay. I was in choir. I was, you know, like I, I, all of the things you could pick to be cool. Like I went the other way. <laughs> it's like there's a, there for the cool people turn right. Everyone else go left. Angela just keeps turning left, 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 left. Yeah. And so then, but then I kind of found a balance, you know, that was what was cool about doing theater and dance at the same time was it was totally different groups of people. But I learned to exist in both of those worlds. And then, you know, you know, now, now I am what I am. (laughs) Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the things that I I found too, for me at least, and I was going to ask both of you about it too, and we kind of, you've kind of already said a little bit, but as time went on, especially high school for me. I I ended up basically getting a pretty close little group of friends yeah. that that were very like-minded. You know, we liked similar things. We went to see these movies. We talked about these TV shows. 
you know, this relates to a little bit of us doing these little audio productions that we did way back in the day and yeah. stuff. So, so over time, people that were into this stuff for me turned into people that I hung out with more and, and, and certainly, you know, grew closer with than other pe- the other people. It wasn't like that I, you know, oh, you don't like Star Trek? Sorry, bang, done, gone, get out of here. It wasn't like that exactly. It was just the people that I hung out with and Mm -hmm. did stuff with slowly turned into this group that, you know, we all really love this stuff. And I don't know, what about for you, Jen? I mean, I know you were talking about, you know, you kind of... You kind of kept it hidden a lot longer, so I don't know if if you can answer this one or or talk about it, but... um, does 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 um did that happen to you at all in any way? I mean, it sounds like it eventually did. You met Angela, and as they yeah, say, the well, rest is that's history. The problem. But... Most of the friends that I had, um, the the ones that I met that were geeky, I met my senior year, mm-hmm. and um, of high school, and we didn't have the same classes. Get, I mean, I had I took honors English classes and uh, honors lit and stuff like that. So I was in a class with them there and that's how we really met but other than that i mean i lived in the boondocks in the country i didn't get to go to any parties very often um because i had a very conservative family upbringing and um so i didn't hang out with a lot of people other than the people i knew from school and so how about a bunch of when you went to college eventually though the even uh, in college no no even in college i didn't have i just didn't have any geeky friends at all and i think that's you know it's funny it's like once i met angela and our clique of friends it's like i am now going to cons and wearing cosplay and just like letting it you know all hang out right yeah because i have i have friends i feel comfortable sharing that with and um i didn't in fact i had a friend who was my my best friend and then we had a falling out uh, several years before I met Angela, who who knew that I watched Star Trek and stuff, and she used to ridicule me about oh, it. Really, and she yeah. was not a very nice person, <laughs> and that's part of the reason why I'm not her friend anymore. But um, yeah, it, it was just because I had been like picked on so much about it. I mean, I'm not necessarily picked on, but those few times that I did have um, people say, "Oh my gosh, really? You watch that?" You know, it felt like it was wrong. So I hid that from people. And I didn't have the kind of experience Angela did where she had a circle of friends or like you. So I wish I did. Yeah. Well, you know, that, you know it's and the, interesting. And the one friend know. I did meet, I'm sorry, I was just yeah. going to say, one of my, my closest friends that I did meet, we were the, the geeky ones that I would hang out with in my off period, one of them I would <laughs> write um, Star Trek stories with like we had a novel we were working on together in that off period and she had a car accident and died like my freshman year of college oh. so <laughs> it's like this wow. tragic horrible thing that happened I mean who knows maybe I could have been more geeky from the you know right after high school because of her but yeah well so. there's you know you know I mean life is kind of interesting I mean you don't I, I, I guess some people sometimes do this but you you know it's not like you go out and and you can't really force something to happen. You know what I mean? You 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 things happen and you kind of somewhat react to it. You know, to a degree. You know, it's like uh, you know I met people in school and became friends with them. 
it wasn't like I was there to become friends. I was there to be in school and then things just happen. You know what I mean? It's just, so yeah, you can't control, you know, stuff. I don't, I guess is what I can, I'm trying to say, but, and Angela, I guess you already said a little bit about this, this kind of a thing about, you know, you, Angela was just hanging out with everybody, you know, so, (laughs) you know, it's like theater people and, you know, other geeks and non-geeks and something that Jen just said that I, a point that I was going to make that I thought was interesting is that I just really gravitated towards, even when I was in school, like the theater people that I hung out with were mostly like an extracurricular thing. When I was in school, you know, I, I took the honors classes like Jen did and I gravitated just towards hanging out with people who were smart and because mm-hmm. I enjoy their company more. And even though I was not necessarily as smart as they were, I enjoyed the conversations better. And I think that this type of acti- or this type of entertainment appeals to people who ha- are a little smarter. Oh, yeah. I- I'm not saying that every single person who likes sci-fi is a genius or anything. Oh, let's say but it. I think it's true. Let's say that that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think but it's, that, I think it's, I mean, I think, it's, I think there I, definitely is a lot, a lot of yeah. intelligence for, yeah. for people that are into this. You know, I, I think the there's no thing, question. Another thing that I like completely miss that I feel bad about is that, um, you know, for me, seventh and eighth grade is when I met Stephanie and kind of everything talk about everything being history after that. She was all she was always very much like and she still is like this, that she does not care what anybody thinks about her nope. at all. And um and that was like a really good influence on me um, as far as like kind of pushing me to be more like that. Because I, I just remember in seventh and sixth and seventh grade being more middle schooly for me, like where I was just like, oh, why doesn't anybody like me? Blah, blah, boohoo. Um, but then it was more encouraged to just like be who I want to be. And, and Stephanie's nerdness is more for the fantasy stuff. Um, and so she got me more into like, legend and lord of the rings and and those and and she read a lot and which was something that was hard for me to do and so um so then i got like that side of the the renaissance festival and all that stuff so then i got that side of the experience so then not only was i a theater nerd and a sci-fi nerd and and now i started becoming a fantasy nerd (laughs) so it was like that was all happening while i was you know 12 13 14 15 16 which is kind of when you kind of become who you are i guess Mm -hmm. yeah i think so there i think there's a lot of uh i mean you know i think you i mean we were gonna we'll talk here in a you know short minute or or few about you know the kid factor too but the uh, you know i definitely think you know as as you grow up uh, even into high school but you you know you set a lot of things in motion that that stick with you for a long long time for the rest of your life basically i think and, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for having, you know, different experiences, good, good friends or whatever, whatever you get exposed to. It's like I was just trying to say earlier in a fumbling way about it's not like you can go out and, and set these right. things to happen. You know, right. it, 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 it's just like I, I'm, I'm a believer in, you know, it's that whole nature nurture thing. I think I think there's a little bit of both going on, but I think a lot of it is what you're circumstances and what you're exposed to and i think that uh you can kind of tweak it a little bit but i i think there's it's you know i think there's a lot of that about who you become friends with what you read what you see that yeah. that 
eventually becomes, you know, the person that you are. So, wow, way too deep. <laughs> no, that's true. But at the same time, like, you still have to, like, take advantage of circumstances because, like, Jen mm-hmm. was afraid of me and I, like, made her be my friend. I can understand and so, that. I can and understand. so I wasn't afraid of you. I thought you were cool. Mm. I just didn't know you were a geek. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. If you're cool, you're, but, you should be a fear, like, too. But, like, I, you know, I tend to, like, you know, if you if I feel like someone is of like mind, I do not hesitate to try to engage with that person. You know, I feel like it's really important to do that. I don't know. That's just something that I naturally like to do because I feel like you have to you have to try. <laughs> you have to try to. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I, yeah. I think it's uh, I mean, I was like ridiculously shy until about maybe sophomore junior of high school terrible i mean it was just like you know and i don't know what it was some i mean i started to meet a few people and get more comfortable and then yeah i it just i I just like it was uh i don't know if you guys watch the vampire diaries (laughs) but they have this thing on that show it's a, a little device or trick where they call it you can turn off like your humanity like the vampires can like turn off like their ability to basically care what they do and i i can kind of remember a couple of football games i went to that high school football games and i just kind of like you know i'm not gonna i'm done being like little shy boy or whatever and uh and i just kind of went nope no more or whatever so uh and just went out and had fun but um yeah but you know there's a lot of things that happen it's really interesting to hear some of this stuff I, you know, now you guys all know I have a brother. God, I can't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Anyway, but um, hey, let's, you know, let's switch over to talking about kids now. Since we, you know, I had, I had, <laughs> did that sound, why was Russell that? Just, Russell just came in. Oh. And he wanted to tell me about a sword. <laughs> His sword? Okay. His sword. Some sword. That's, that's a um, foreshadowing. That's a segue. That's a foreshadowing. That, is, that is. It is. Is it a sword a in Minecraft or is it a real it's a sword in Minecraft? But he's trying okay. to make a mod. I don't know. Yeah. I've stopped paying attention. No, I mean I do pay attention, but like yeah. there's so many things that he's doing that I I can't keep track of every single well, thing. Well, they're they're yeah, kids. Kids, you know, they're they're certainly much more uh, available f- of things these days for him, which changes the 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 way this stuff all I think works out than, yes. it, than it did for us. I mean, it was oh, much sure. different. Uh, and like you were talking about Angela, about the number of channels and, you know, that yep. are available and, you know, now they can bang, watch immediately anything that's been out, you know, yep. I, I, almost an instant. Uh, I, I can remember, I, I may have said this story, you know, I, I, back in the time of watching, you know, original Trek reruns and that was about all that was mm-hmm. around yeah. I, I had like, you know, I said, you know, wouldn't it be cool? And I can distinctly remember saying this to my brother a few times. Wouldn't it be cool to be able to just like have some way to watch anything whenever you want? I, I can, you know, like even having some little device. Seriously, I said this stuff and, and where you could just bring up anything that you wanted to watch, you know, any episode, any time, because we were getting like an episode I don't know. Well, there were a few times I think they were on like five days a week and then it was like weekends once a week. And I said, it's kind of, you know, boy, it would be great to be able to just watch it whenever you wanted to. So um, but uh, but what I wanted to say a little bit about the, the kid factor is, is I, I'll start off and, 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 and kind of set what I was thinking on, on talking about about this. But, you know, I have two sons and 
the, the thing about it, and, and people probably wouldn't think this maybe considering, you know, I do this podcast and all the stuff that I've ever talked about, but, you know, my, my two sons, Stephen and Eric, you know, Lynn and I, we never really, you know, it wasn't like, hey, kid, sit down, kid, you're going to watch Star Trek tonight. You're going to learn all about, you know, the Federation and Starfleet and, you know, <laughs> and, the, and be able to recite to me, you know, Captain Kirk's serial number. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was never at all ever like that. I mean, the only, I can, I can remember little bits of things. Like, for example, I would watch Star Trek The Next Generation and Steven, my older one, was, I don't know how old he was at the time. He was born in 88, so he was young. So, uh, but he would sit there and he would love the opening credit scene, you know, with the Enterprise flying by so fast. <laughs> I think I have some yeah. videos somewhere of it. He just got the biggest kick and he would giggle when the Enterprise would fly by. But, you know, I wasn't like trying to make him watch Star Trek. And he isn't really, neither of them are very into Star Trek. They like Star Wars a fair amount. They've seen the, the more recent Star Trek movies. They've seen a good portion of other Star Trek, you know, TV shows and movies too. But, right. uh, and they, they like comic book type stuff. They both, each of them read comics. But it was only basically my approach to it, and I didn't even really think about it that much at the time, was this stuff was just around. Here's a right. book. There's a book laying here. Like Eric, my younger one, uh, he's read some fantasy books. They both read some, uh, both sci-fi and fantasy books. Uh, I'd say they're both kind of average readers. They don't read a, a huge amount, but, uh, you know, whenever they can. And some comics and some TV and some movies, but nothing like me. They they enjoy it and they kind of like it and accept it. But then they also like Stephen, my older one, is very sports. You know, he's he's probably a lot more into sports than he is into the geeky stuff. Uh, they both love computers because I always had computers around. So they, you know, mm -hmm. like your, your son, Angela, you know, with Minecraft, uh, you know, Eric, my younger one, actually has a computer degree now. So, so but it was just... Basically, it was almost, I don't want to say osmosis. I mean, they saw the junk that I have around, you know, all the little collectibles, although they, they you know, they, they even they even tease Dad about that stuff sometimes. <laughs> but I but I give it right back, you know. I'll say something like, you know, hey, Stephen, look what I just got. Yeah, yeah, right, Dad, you know, or whatever, you know. So, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, and they dressed up in costumes for Halloween, and they've each, I don't know, Stephen, I don't think he's gone to a convention. Eric went to one with me. I'm actually, he's going to, I think we're going to go to Wizard World in Chicago, Steve and my older one and I, cool. later this summer. So, uh, so I, they're just, they like some of it. Like we talk about like some of the TV shows that are on now together a little bit and, uh, but they're not heavily at all into it like I am. Uh, and even, you know, sometimes I think about it, I'm not even as heavy into it as I was at some times, but, uh, too many other things to do, but, uh. Do you experience bouts of geekdom? If so, Anomaly may be right for you. In clinical studies, Anomaly's convention reports, cosplay topics, and commentary on Star Wars, Doctor Who, Star Trek, and other sci-fi fantasy genres provided a feeling of fullness while promoting optimal geekiness. Anomaly is available over-the-counter at Stitcher and in the iTunes, Zune, and BlackBerry stores. Learn more at AnomalyPodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast. Com. Anomaly, your prescription for geek entertainment. Anyway, next, how about uh, you want to go this time, Angela, first? 
about. I will. Uh, since yeah. uh, since you, you you've got you've got two now to to now I have indoctrinate. Two. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Well, I mean, I I have to say that like I didn't think that Star Wars would be a hard sell for a little boy. I really didn't. And so we've been kind of introducing the Star Wars idea to Russell for for a long time. And how old is he um, again now? Six. He's or, six, but he'll be okay. seven in about a month. Seven, so okay, he's, almost seven. He's almost seven. Okay. And, um, you know, he, he had, you know, my big thing about it is not just about being nerdy or like liking geeky stuff, but I just want him to be passionate about something. Um, I feel like that has been the people that I have found the most interesting, the most successful, all of that is the encouraging him as a, as a person to be, to find passion in whatever it is that he's mm-hmm. find something that about. he, that he likes find a lot that he loves. Ex- yeah. Right. And whether that's soccer or, you know, computers or whatever it is, yeah. that's really, as far as a parent parenting, that's something that I'm trying, you know, we'll see how it works out because he's only seven. So, you know, so far so be, good. So far, so good. So that's that's kind of from a parenting aspect what I'm trying to encourage. And and yes, I mean we I like Star Wars, and I and I um want wanted him to like Star Wars. And like I said, because it's so prolific, you know, it's everywhere and merchandising. And there's merchandising to his age group for yeah. Yoda and and the Clone Wars and all that stuff that's happening right now. Um, so so um. So it was easy to kind of, you know, there's toys and Legos and all that. And so that kind of fed into what he was interested in anyway. And and what's been cool to me is that even though there's stuff that has come and gone since he's been little, you know, Thomas the Train and Bob the Builder and Cars and everything, he's been pretty consistent about his interest in Star Wars. The only thing that's funny, and this makes me laugh, uh, especially when we watch that, uh, that one, uh, that Star Wars... Uh, the fans against George Lucas or whatever. And the guys talking about, um, episodes one, two, and three, you know, Russell genuinely likes those, uh, that one, two, and three. Yeah. Uh, He genuinely likes them. And so, um, that's been something that's kind of funny uh, for us (laughs) because it's like, obviously we want him to, we want to encourage him to like it because we like it too. And it's something we can all watch together. And he does like, four, five, and six, but he likes one, two, and three better. And that's just been kind of a joke between Jim and I. <laughs> it's really, it's just that. Yeah, oh, no, you know what I think about that? People always say about that is is the, that you know, they'll say the, the, the classic thing they say is that, oh, those movies are kind of, you know, they were kind of tailored and made more for kids. But I, right. I think the other factor that sometimes doesn't get mentioned is the fact that for a lot of us, more, me even more than you two, but yeah. Those those other those first three the original movies, they got so burned into our brains for for yeah. so many years. As far as that was it, that was all we right. had. So it's right. like replacing you know a a parent. You know your parents get divorced right. and then dad's going out <laughs> with some new girl and whatever, and she's coming. You know it's like it's it's like yeah. so. I think I think that it's yeah those kind of I think the prequels are kind of more for kids but I think it's also that there's this time lag you know I don't yeah, know how you space these movies out when Russell has seen them or whatever but no, you know it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like 20 years of no it nothing wasn't. of uh, so that's a good point so um, I, th- I think there's something there of like <laughs> well they're all Star Wars and there's guys with lightsabers and there's spaceships shoot flying you know it's kind of pretty much you know yeah it's fine yeah. so 
But anyway, well, yeah, I go ahead. Too, you know, I was thinking similarly to my mom, you know, lo- watching a lot of old movies. And I just happened to also like those old movies, you know, old musicals and things like that. Is that I just have stuff on, you know, I when I'm cleaning the house or sometimes when I feel like it, I just watch Lord of the Rings or I watch the appendices for Lord of the Rings when I'm cleaning, just something to listen to. And so Russell has just sort of like it's he's been exposed to it mm-hmm. more than maybe some other kids would have been exposed to it because there's not a lot of moms just hanging around watching Lord of the Rings all the time. Some of them are, but. Most of them are not. <laughs> does he does he <laughs> you know? like the fantasy stuff then too as much? He does. Or, yeah. He does. He 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 was very disappointed because he just learned to read and he really really wanted to read The Hobbit. Like he got very into the Hobbit movies. Mm-hmm. Um which is another thing that's so funny to me because of course I'm like way more into uh the trilogy, the um yeah, uh, sure. The actual Lord of the Rings and he was more interested in the story of Bilbo. Um which I thought was interesting. And he still likes the other, but um, he, you know, we, we uh, bought all of the, you know, we bought the Hobbit movies and he was just more interested in that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. He really wanted to read it, but it's just, even though he's reading really well right now, it is above his reading level. And that just really frustrated him. But I think eventually he's going to get to the point where he reads it. Um, and he, we started him a little bit on um, uh, <clears throat> C.S. Lewis. I can't think of the name. Chronicles of, the of Narnia. Series, Chronicles or, of Narnia. Yeah. Because that's a little bit easier read. Um, so, and now that he's reading, he also started, Jim had bought him several years ago, um, bought him some comics that were just Star Wars comics. Um, yeah. And he just started kind of going back to those now that he's reading he's going back to those and reading through those well comics are so, great for kids yeah obviously so I mean, he yeah. and we have a lot uh, like a backlog of comics of all different kinds of comics that jim has collected and i've collected so um so he's kind of started to sort of do that and and so i i think you know and then he's also getting in into the the more intellectual side of kind of being a little nerdy <laughs> where he just likes to do well in school and he likes his computer and, and Minecraft of course, but Minecraft is kind of, you know, when it really comes down to it, it's very mainstream right now. Like just playing Minecraft, like everyone plays Minecraft. Yeah. But he has gotten into this where he wants to learn how to code. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a step beyond what, most kids are doing i don't know because i don't i only have the one <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> what how to compare him because <laughs> i don't have any other seven-year-olds around me but um anyway and now you've got a so, little girl so you know it'll be a whole different kind of experience yeah I, I would think, to, to some very level nervous. And, <laughs> oh i'm you know nervous it's the second one easy peasy you know so yeah <laughs> uh, yeah whatever they're crying yeah whatever it's uh but, oh, I'm not worried about that. It's just that the expectations on raising a little girl are like really hard right now. Because <laughs> really? you have to. Oh yes, yeah. because you have to like you you have to make sure you know you don't want to want them to have to deal with gender stereotypes and. Oh yeah, it's, I it, guess it's, it's a very like I, it's. I do feel like it was easier it right. with just having two boys. I do feel that was yeah. You just like, want to do it right. You want to. Make sure that they all, that everybody. Well, you know, know what you know I say, Angela. I mean, I think in in Lynn te- is a teacher. Kids are kids are just pretty much a reflection of their parents, and you you both are you know awesome. So I mean, don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you. 
so so um so yeah he's into minecraft i know that i know that i i remember that you got a bunch of minecraft stuff like uh at the last uh con that we were at uh, in austin so he well that that's great i mean it's certainly you know it's it's interesting that he's already thinking about you know the behind the behind Mm -hmm. the screen you know what what how does this make this work kind of a thing because that my younger son you know is it was heavy into computer stuff when he was, you know, gaming. And of course, like, like all kids uh, of this era, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, then that led to him going and getting a computer science degree and, you know, he, cool. he codes for a living. So, yeah. There you go. How about, uh, Jen, how about, yes. uh, how about Aaron? You know, I saw him with his little Darth Vader, you know, kissing Darth Vader there. Yeah. So on, on Facebook, Darth daddy, <laughs> Darth daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's um, kind of the same situation with Angela, where he just kind of, I, I do what I do, and and he kind of picks up whatever he finds interesting that I'm doing, you know. Um, he has his own Ultra Sabers lightsaber <laughs> that I oh, bought yeah, for him. Yeah. He wanted one like mine. So well, every kid needs earned, one, I mean, really. Yeah, he, he earned the money, and we got him a $50 one from con cause they had a special on, uh, children's lightsabers and he takes very good care of it. Cause he, he knows he ain't getting another one. <laughs> we have but, a weapons corner in our Yes, house. we do too. We have arms we have, yeah. but they're all lightsabers, um, <laughs> and water pistols, but he, he likes star Wars rebels a lot. And I really am glad that they have a more, I mean, we watched Clone Wars together, and some of those were really dark. Too dark for my kid. He's only four and a half. And at the time we were watching him, he was about three Mm -hmm. or four. Yeah. And so I was just happy to find, you know, that they're doing this other cartoon that's a little lighter. And he really loves it. So it's more something that we could do together that's not as, you know, I I don't let him watch a lot of stuff that's, you know, that has a lot of violence in it and stuff right now, just because sure. this is yeah. an important age for him. And I just, yeah. He and he's also very physical. Uh, Angela will tell you that he's um he um he's like any other boy, but he's like very uh, active. He likes to to kick kick soccer balls and throw. He since he was a baby, he could throw straight wherever he wanted to. And we mm-hmm. just think he has a it, it's innate. Whatever he is, it's it's sports like. <laughs> Yeah. And um yeah. and just even at this age you can see that happening. But um so I I don't let him watch a lot of Power Rangers or anything like that just cuz I don't want him going off and kicking people afterwards because he will. He's four and a half. But uh the, the other thing we do, I'm very outdoorsy and I'm into um uh, fossil hunting and archaeology and things like that. And so when we go on trips, like yeah, we you just went we camping, ne- right? Uh, yeah, we did. We went camping and out at uh, Garner State Park. But we have <clears throat> David has a, an aunt and uncle who have a thirty five hundred acre ranch nearby, wow. and they wow. they had they have um, a hill full of fossils. They invited us to come hunt fossils at, and so Aaron and I had a blast digging up. Um, we we found a fossilized coral reef full of anything you can think of that would be on a coral reef only you know from the cretaceous period <laughs> but um so he he knows all about dinosaurs he knows he has favorite ones in fact his teacher came up to me and said um your son knows more about dinosaurs than i do mm. and ankylosaurus is his favorite he draws them 
on paper. He and it's really cute the way he draws them too because it's all with one line and he he. So are you going to take him to see this uh, Jurassic Park, or you think he's going to be? It's going to be. A I don't too know. Intense. Jurassic Park may be too intense for him right now. Yeah, but yeah, might. his favorite show is Dinosaur Train right now. But um, <laughs> yeah, so he's into Star Trek. I mean, Star Wars. Star Trek is a beyond him right now. Yeah. Um, I tried to get him into the animated series and he watched a few of those with me, but I'm not pushing him in that direction. I'm just letting him see what I'm doing and seeing yeah. what sticks. I, and I and I know Angela felt this way too, but I was kind of excited to have a boy because I felt like, yes, I can do things with them that they will, <laughs> and they will identify Good. with. No tea parties. I, no tea parties and no dresses. Being, yeah, okay. Being a girl growing up, but most of my friends were boys. Because the girls, uh-huh. di- I didn't like playing Barbies or <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> you know, I played those with my sister, but I always played with the Barbie that had the fried Barbie hair. Barbie does not and belong, doesn't join Starfleet. Marker all over her so. face. And yeah. she was the crazy neighbor that lived next door. But that was my, anyway, I was really happy to have a boy. So that I can, you know, share my interests with him. Because David is not a geek. My husband, he's not into Star Wars or Star Trek. He'll watch them with me and he enjoys them. Like right now we're watching um, Avengers um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we're watching it on um, Netflix. And we were only in the first season, but we keep watching like two or three at a time and staying up too late because we're all into the show. But he's he's just, you we'll know, he likes it. Stay with it because season, yeah. uh, this, uh, the season two is, is even a lot better than, than season one. Season one yeah. t- takes a while. Really, to... I've heard the opposite. Well, but no, I want to know. I want to know. It is very good. I would recommend it. I th- but let, let's just say they're different than each other a lot. There's thing, really? a lot of things. Have, a lot of things have changed. Um, well, did did you see the last Captain America movie? Either I did. I know what's going you? on, and I see it happening okay. in the television show. Yeah. So I, basically, I what Captain happens America, in that so. is is becomes part of what mm-hmm. happens towards the end yeah. of the first they're, they're season. Inter, they're intertwined the right the so things have to change a lot show. right yeah mm-hmm. because because of what happens in that movie they have the show changes quite a bit yeah so, so we're i'm enjoying that and but yeah, and you watch continuum i think too i think oh you i love continuum that. right yeah. yeah i'm sad that they only have one season left but they get to get to wrap it up hopefully yeah but yeah but he's aaron like like russell likes to play games and we we pl- we bought him a um a leap pad you know it's an educational game system and he's gotten really good at, you know, doing all the controls and stuff. So we got him an Xbox game, or my mom did for Christmas. It was um, the Disney Marvel Avengers um, uh, Disney Infinity game. I don't know if you're familiar with those, but they're the little characters you put on a, yeah. a pad, and the yeah. characters enter the game. Right. And he loves that. So, and he also has a Lego movies game. And so, so it's sort of a cartoony it, thing, a little bit in a way. Does does he watch cartoons too at all? Or uh, yeah, he does. He yeah. he how he watches. We have to monitor because he he can he can watch them all day long. Like, <laughs> sure, like any right. kid. Yeah, and the games too. Yeah, but um, yeah, he likes. Uh, he's watching Inspector Gadget right now. It's a Netflix original remake. Cool. Now. Yeah, wow, I didn't realize I, they had I've, a new since version. He was little, wow. Yeah, since he was a little, since he's been born, I will. I have always said, "Go, go, Gadget!" You know, let's go, let's go, go, Gadget. Yeah, my boys. And he, were, he was always were like, "Where is that, that from?" They loved it. Yeah. 
So I would sing the Inspector Gadget song to him too, like na 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 Inspector Gadget. And so the thing I'm sad about with the remake is that they changed the theme song. Oh, I was about to say. I was going to say when you started to sing it there that it was it sounded like the same tune, but it's not. They changed it. It's they've changed it a little bit. Okay. Anyway. So he's into that, and he watches Rebels with me, and um, I, I let him watch a little bit of Power Rangers, but um, yeah, he likes he likes all kinds of things. He's, well, there's some other. I know you don't have a little bit of cable. A... I remember. I think that you said that, but uh, you know they've got some new like Avengers and um, Spider Man, and some of them are probably showing up now on on Netflix too. But they have mm-hmm. some, you know, on Disney XD or whatever it's called, where Rebels is on. Yeah. But, you know pretty, what cartoon he really likes? I forgot to mention this. Stuff. The old, old Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, really? His favorite. The, the one we grew Spider-Man. up watching. And the 60s Spidey. He loves it. Yeah, the 60s one. He loves it. Cool and Spidey, Firestar and Iceman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man and, and his amazing friends. Yeah. They need to have the Super Friends on. They need to have that Super Friends cartoon on. I don't know why they haven't put it on yet on Netflix, but that's the kind of stuff that I'm glad he There's likes probably to some watch, voice actors so. on there or something that they, you know, can't get rights to or whatever. But uh, uh, something like that, I yeah. know. Yeah. But. <laughs> so, so the, you know, w- w- it sounds like with, with I mean, d- does he ask to watch or Angela with, with Russell? I mean, do do you just kind of like, are you watching something and then they'll say, hey, mommy, what's that? Or, or whatever. I'm trying to figure out if like, is it more of, hey, today, Aaron, we're going to show you this or something. How, how does that work? <laughs> I do. Does he I, like, sometimes I say, yeah. Oh, sometimes I'll go, I'm going to watch Star Wars with you. Because like yeah. Angela with The Lord of the Rings, she puts it on while she's cleaning the house. I put Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy on while I'm cleaning the house. And he loves R2. He's, that's his favorite. And so I tried to pick the episodes I think he'll be most interested in. Um, so Empire Strikes Back is out for him because he's, it, you know, it's too A little scary. too scary, yeah. Yeah. You know, Russell like kind of doesn't like Empire, which cracks me up because it's my favorite. It's the best one. Yeah. And he'll grow and, to uh, love it. <sighs> he doesn't like it because he just does, he he does not like the fact that his favorite character is Luke and that Luke, you know, it, it's a bad ending. Yes. Oh, it is. Ju- it is. You know, uh, in well, his you- <laughs> mind, he's looking at them all separately, and he's like, why do you like that episode? Because it's like the worst one. <laughs> I don't blame him. You <laughs> Everything know, bad happens. I, I was so older yes, I when I first it. saw it, and, and you know, I, I left, and I go like, well, that that can't be true. Vader's lying. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to believe it. For three years, I refuse to believe it. And everybody's like, well yeah he's he's his dad he's his father no no he's lying he's lying he can't be he can't be he can't be so <laughs> that's funny you know uh what was really funny is that he actually likes to watch like the behind the scenes stuff too well, you know i watched it i've watched it several so, times yeah, like, he, the, there's a behind the scenes of uh of the bonus features and the in the DVD version of the original trilogy, and he'll just sit and watch the entire thing. Do you think he likes to see how it's made? Is he interested in that? Like the I, or yeah, I think that's looking think that's behind part the curtain kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think because that's something that I've been interested in, and that that was one of the reasons why he was able to. He watched all of Lord of the Rings with me, um, and I think the reason he was able to do that because it's really there's a lot of scary imagery and that's a lot of lots of time that's a lot of sitting yeah (laughs) 
and not, and he, we didn't do it all at one time. Right, but, sure. But like one movie at a time. But took he, a year to get through it. Yeah, yeah. But he he didn't, he wasn't bothered by it because he had seen like the actors getting in makeup and stuff like uh, that, and yes. he has a really good grasp of. Um, fantasy and reality like he doesn't think like an orc's gonna come in his room or anything like that he's very like oh, okay well this is a story and these these are the bad guys these are the good guys because really Lord of the Rings is pretty you know there's some you know when you're looking at it on face value I mean it's just good and evil you know it's good guys bad guys yeah and and yeah. and he's very interested in the fact that uh, he this whole idea of the the hobbit being little uh, and he considers himself you know he he's very little he's little and so he very much uh, um identifies with the hobbits you know like that one person one little person can can, can make do a, a lot to change and, the world yeah, and make that's, a difference that's a great and, you know thing to learn he's yeah. yeah he's really grasped onto that concept which i think is great and um yeah i mean well that's one you know, of the things about all this stuff that thing. i you know i think you know with with both of you and with with my boys that i was doing too at the same time that i always felt that the you know one of the th- great things about sci-fi and fantasy is is that it it you know for a lot of it shows some pretty good values i mean it really mm-hmm. does it's like you know stand up for you know against the wrong and and do the right thing and, you know, stick up for the little guy kind of, a you know, and the whole like a hobbit can be, you know, uh, uh, you know, make a difference. And mm-hmm. and, the, and then comic book heroes are the whole, you know, the, the, the classics there are, you know, the, the secret identity. But, you know, you, you, you don't really know how like powerful I am and all that good stuff. You know, it's just this uh, there's just a lot of good, good you know morals yeah morals yeah. and virtues and 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 stuff there rather than you know some of the other stuff that's in movies and TV these days you know i keep saying stuff like uh like i keep praising that flash tv show just because it's both i think it it's 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 really entertaining and really good but there's some good character stuff in there too as well, mm-hmm. you know, this, this guy's been put through a lot, but he doesn't, you know, back down. He doesn't give up. All that good stuff. So, so yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's interesting to to see how they start to pick up on different things from you know their parents and 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 whether you try to or not. <laughs> and it's <laughs> you know, I, I can remember this. Um, you both mentioned some things about like you know different times where. Well, maybe you're not quite old enough to see that yet or watch that. I remember yeah. with, um, I think it was with my older one, with Steven, we were out somewhere at a store, and on a TV at the store, they were playing, um, they were playing the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom movie, mm-hmm. and he was a little kid, and they were playing the part where, where it's like they're ripping the heart out of the heart guy. Out? Yeah. Oh my god! And I'm like, I'm trying to like, okay, we got to get out of this department, and it's like <laughs> on every TV in this place, you know. It, 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 and I'm like, okay, and there's like, boom, 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 you know, and and the the guy's screaming and all this, and I'm like, okay, no Indiana Jones for a while. Okay, I got it, you know. But uh, you know, it, it's just. Some stuff you you think, oh, Indiana Jones, that's not so bad. And then you go, oh. and then that was like actually the first, I think, PG-13 movie ever, too, on top of it. But uh, mm-hmm. and, and you're out in, in just a store and, and they're playing yeah. it on every every television. So have, have either of you ever run into either at home or when you've been out somewhere or something where it was been like this uh. 
Like, whoops. Uh, yeah, I, Honest, okay. Honestly, the hardest Angela's one slamming me, her hand over the eyes of Russell and, you know, like, yeah. It's weird because the hardest one for me was um, the end of uh, episode three because yeah, I, did, I didn't want him seeing him slaughtering children. I oh, mean, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and so kind of what we started doing was when, whenever. Any can we, we wait here? Uh, was yeah. We start, we did start telling him, like, okay, with that, we just didn't let him watch it for a while. Like, we just didn't let him watch that part. Yeah. We just said, you know, Anakin went crazy, and then we go right to the fight scene with him and Obi Wan, and then that would just be that. And, and we didn't really, like, get into it. But then I think it was just playing once, and then he saw it. And then, But again, like, luckily he had kind of gotten to the age where he was like, okay, well, that's just part of the story, and it didn't, like, freak him out too much. Yeah. But that was something that was harder for me to let him watch just because that's, you know, that's very horrible. <laughs> it's kind of a horrible it was, thing. Yeah, and it's, it, it's interesting. I almost thought you were going to say the part with, you know, Obi-Wan, you know, chop, chop, you know, there goes your legs. No, uh, you know, it was it's so it's, funny because yeah. that is just, you know, in his mind, that's just like cool special effects. You right. Know? He understands and, and that we, enough. What yeah. we started doing was when he was little and he because he would get really freaked out even by cars sometimes. So we went and saw cars, too. And, you know, the whole point of movies is that it gets scary sometimes or something bad happens because something good is about to happen. You know, you got to go through the drama. And so in order yeah. not to freak him out, we would tell him, okay, everything's going to be okay. You know, like, he's going to get out of this. Or, you know, we'd tell him before it happened. We would tell him how it was going to end so that so that he wouldn't stress out about it. Yeah. But then it kind of weirdly backfired on us because we'd be watching something and he'd be like, what happens next? What happens next? What oh, happens okay. next? Mm-hmm. And we're like, shh, be quiet, be quiet. But what happens next? Oh, what is he going to do? Shh. <laughs> how about, so how about he, uh, he's gotten he's gotten past that though. yeah how about how about jen for for you was there any a, a time where like oh i thought this yeah. would have been okay and then you forgot something or you were over at somebody else's house or out at Are a store ref- or it's like you're referring to a specific time no our latest episode or our last episode um that we did with uh, the lord of the rings <laughs> the scene oh where- yeah <laughs> we were just Sauron. talking we were we had it on as we were doing our podcast episode of, on Return of the King, and Aaron and Russell were playing downstairs, and and Aaron periodically comes up comes up and interrupts. You know, he always can I have it. I just want to give you a hug. You know, when really just wants sure. to be up there. Yeah. And he came up at the moment that Gollum was getting bit. Frodo's finger. I mean, oh, yeah, Frodo's yeah. finger and I off. Paused it, but it was really <laughs> yeah. gross. Mm. And so, and then when we were interviewing Russell about his favorite part of Lord of the Rings, Aaron helped him along and goes, and he got dead. <laughs> he was talking about <laughs> Gollum flying. In the, but, you know, it, it's not, I didn't, you know, it's not that. I don't know. He's, it's it's okay for some kids and, and I'm not judging anyone. But for Aaron, he just has like waking dreams sometimes, nightmares at this age. Yeah. And I just like try to keep stuff like, that out of his mind just to protect him. He didn't have any bad dreams yeah. after that, but that's one of the things I've had trouble. Well, the other thing is, um, when I was re- referring to um, the Clone Wars cartoon, um, most of the cartoons were pretty good, and then they started getting pretty dark, and there's one in particular with the Dathomir witches, and um, they yeah. were mm-hmm. resurrecting. That one was pretty dark, and it was pretty scary for him, so 
I had to watch it by myself, you know, without him. But yeah, yeah, there were things like that. Sometimes I have to like Angela does skip over the scary part or pause it until he's in bed, which is why I don't get to lot, watch a lot of shows I want to watch because yeah, <laughs> they're too shows. violent. Yeah, I, I, I would do a lot of like pre-watching or go see a movie and say, uh, yeah, this one's not for them. You know, when they were younger, when it was of this, uh, you know, like questionable age of of is it good or not. It, one, of, one of the things that I think w- was also helpful, though, about sci-fi and fantasy in particular is it's not like it's a cop show where somebody just gets gunned down, you know, bang, gone, you know, like or something like that. So I don't know. There was sort of like a fantasy element to it that that kept things not quite mm-hmm. as real. Yeah, and I think that's where it's so funny that you say that because Russell, when he was really little, he we you know we'd see Star Wars and people would shoot the blasters. So it's not. It's just like an energy field that people are getting shot with. It's not like a gun and blood and right. And so and he would even say he he would say, oh, you spray him, spray him, and he dies. You know, he would. He would like it didn't even the idea that someone would he didn't get say shot shoot like, wasn't or even whatever. he didn't say shoot or and we didn't even correct him because we let him kind of you know now he's a little more aware of how that all works or whatever but but at that time we just kind of let that go and let him just kind of that it was just a concept and not really like okay you shoot someone they they die you know so and I think you're right in fantasy because it's a it's a light it's a light field or it's this that it's not as you can portray death without it having to be so graphic. Yeah, definitely not, not like a, you know, you know, even a PG movie these days where, you know, it's a violent kind of a thing or, or people actually fighting people, like actually physically fighting, not with a lightsaber or or sword fight, but they're actually, you know, punching each other. Type of right, you know, bang, you know, you know, kind of a like your latest Liam Neeson movie or something like that. But. You know what movie we've watched recently with Aaron that we all really liked, and and I didn't hear a lot about it. Is the Earth to Echo? Have you ever, or maybe oh, yeah, it's just I, Echo? I didn't see it yet. It's sort of like it looked a lot like kind of a, a sort of a retelling in a way of E. T. Kind of, sort of. At least, right? It, it's a, it's a lot different, but it, it's more like a Goonie me- Goonies meets ET. Okay. okay. And and he really enjoyed it. He, I bet you Russell would like it too, Angela. I don't okay. know if you've seen it yet, we, but we finally got the thing is, is Russell hyper focuses, and right now his hyper focus is on Minecraft. Like mm-hmm. everything is Minecraft, and and he does chess a little bit too. Jim's teaching him chess, and so he's doing chess and Minecraft and chess and Minecraft. And he's reading a little bit of Star Wars. And that's pretty much it. And so I did get him to watch. They have that. There was a new version of Peabody, Mr. Peabody. Oh, yeah. Sherman. I love that one. And it was like, it wasn't like super wonderful, but it was really, it was cute. And it was, it was something Russell really liked the little boy and like the smart dog and everything. And, and I just put it on. Like, I didn't tell him I was doing it. I didn't ask him if he wanted to watch it. I just put it on and he stopped everything he was doing and watched it with me. So I was very proud of myself for just getting him to engage <laughs> something else. Well, so. the, one, one nice thing too, these days and my kids and your kids that, that it was true. And we talked about this and said it a little bit is that, that now too, the other thing about all this stuff is there is really basically no, that I know of like, there's no stigma anymore. It's like, yeah. the, you know what I mean? They, they, these, these movies, comic book movies, Star Wars, Star Trek movies, these yep. movies, 
everybody goes to. Everybody, you yeah. know, they make a bunch of money. So so it's so different now than than, mm-hmm. you know, not that long ago. And I you know, I think that's kind of nice in a way because it's like these kids get interested in this stuff that you're interested in and you don't have to worry about, hey, when you go to school, uh, Russell and Aaron and, you know, don't talk about that Star Wars stuff, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Do their friends like it too? Or or is it, uh, I mean, I'm assuming they, you know, are, you know, have similar, you know, things that they're into or whatever, but. I don't, Go ahead. I don't really know. Cause I mean, his friends that I know are like our friends, kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, okay. Right. So. so his friends at school, what I find interesting is sometimes he'll bring up Star Wars and like, they don't all know as much about it as he does just because he's exposed to it more, Yeah, I guess. Right. Um, so it's like, that's, that's what I notice. really the biggest difference is that there, he's just much more aware of it on different levels than other kids are like other kids will wear like a Darth Vader shirt or whatever, but they maybe have only seen like one movie or they've only seen it once where Russell like could, can sing the score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how about for Aaron? Well, it's same, same kind of thing because he's, He's more exposed to stuff. He just knows more about it. So when he wears a shirt to school, chances are it has Ninja Turtles, um, Spider-Man, Superman emblem. He has his favorite shoes are Crocs that have Batman on them. Ah, okay. And he has like a suit. And and Angela and I do this. We just like, because we like that kind of stuff, we'll buy it for them. But it's become Aaron's favorite clothes, you know? And so when he goes to school... I've actually had one of his teachers say, "Oh, that he—he's uh, always wearing Superman stuff, or he's always wearing comic book stuff." And I don't see any of the other kids wearing that kind of stuff all the time. And I'm he a little surprised that there's no—I mean, maybe there, maybe it's—it's—it's—he's just doing it a lot more. But he does there's got to be a few. I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, with I think all these he Marvel like movies, has, you know, gosh, in another month, you know, with the Avengers yeah, movie, I got to yeah, believe somebody's going like, to walk in with a Captain America shirt on or something like that but uh, yeah i'm not saying that they don't i'm just saying that it's more that's just what he wears that's just it yeah it's just him he picks those things out and he has a preference no mommy i cannot wear those shoes without shirt because it's not batman or whatever so i mean but his his friends are more into dinosaurs right now you know that's their thing and they they go pick up bugs and things but well, relate, um, related yeah. to that, and the last thing, you know, I, I don't want to keep you either of you too much yeah, longer. Yeah, I need to go soon. <laughs> but the last thing I was just going to say is it, just to talk a little bit related to clothing on costumes because the, the, you guys took them to a convention, right, in the fall? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So are mm-hmm. they – do they get excited by – because mommy dresses up in funny costumes too that they want to do that as well? Because mine Aaron really does. didn't do that very much. I mean, because I didn't really even, frankly, do it that much back back then, doing it more now than I did then. But um, so are they, is that something they like to do? Uh, oh, beyond, yeah, I think yeah. so. Not as much as we do probably, but I think that Russell's funny because he's realized what the sewing room was for. <laughs> um, and... So he what I thought was really funny was that he had this expectation that, well, he we went to Comic-Con and so he got a costume for that. And then they have a different neighborhood Halloween for my for his grandparents, for my in-laws. And so he thought he was going to get like a different costume for like each thing. 
because ah, mommy, okay. mommy can just do that. Like, because mommy just, just whip can make up a costume. costume tonight, mom. Another one, right? <laughs> so that's been kind of a funny him. I think it'll be scarier when Lorelai realizes what the sewing stuff is for ah. because she'll have a lot more. You know, girls are usually more prone to dress up, maybe not necessarily nerdy, but like just in general. And so that may be more interesting. But once once he realized that I could do that, then that's been kind of funny to for him to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just be Anakin for this. And then I want to be a Bilbo for this. And and can I make a can you make me a Minecraft guy? I want to be a Minecraft guy. OK. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's been I think he there's a, it's it's funny because like. Russell has things that like a lot of kids just don't have access to. Not a lot of kids have a mother who can just make them whatever they want. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn made Stephen and Eric, I have to say, even though they didn't dress up at like convention stuff. Right. They, they got, and I, someday I'll, I'll gather up some photos and put some more cool. things on. Uh, but they had some awesome, she made like handmade. Oh, good. Like a yeah. lot of like uh, costumes. And a lot of them were related to... Like Disney movie characters, like Eric, oh, I remember cool. especially was uh, Aladdin one year. He has this awesome Ooh. little because he had this little Abu. Is it the monkey Abu ah. or whatever? And it's a great costume. Cute. But so they got new handmade costumes for Halloween. But that was about it. But it was right. still like they weren't just these these little nylon zip up with a no, plastic no. mask from Targets. You know, they got well, yeah, but he cool also, stuff. Russell does not, like, Russell also has access to, we have sound equipment in mm-hmm. the house. Yeah. Um, we have a, like, we have an actual PA. Like, he can hook up a, a microphone and, like, have a concert if he wants to. So it's like, <laughs> that's not something that other, or, like, make a video. Like, if he really wants yeah. to start making videos, there, I mean, that is accessible to a lot of people, but not every parent has the skills that we have. Right. To be able to well, that's great help too because it just that, lets so. him, like you were saying about you know being passionate, it lets him explore and use his imagination, and I think that's great. So, uh, what ab- what about uh, for Aaron, Jen? I know you were he was in a little like outfit for Halloween, right? With you, you were both oh yeah, Jedi, no he right? he always like he gets excited when I get put the Jedi costume on, and he goes and gets his lightsaber, and he has to have a duel with me, and. <laughs> He had to borrow Russell's Halloween costume last year when they did go to Comic-Con in San Antonio. But it was perfect. Um, it was perfect out. size, yeah. So I think because he likes it so much, I'm probably, once he turns five, I'll probably invest in an, like a handmade um, Jedi costume for him from Etsy, which is where I bought mine. And um, that way we can go together dressed up to places. And he yeah. loves that. So... It's another thing that I'm glad that we can do together. You know? Well, he's halfway there with all of his, you know, Batman tennis shoes and T-shirts and things, too. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, that's yeah. that's that's just that's the casual co- cosplay time, you know, when, mm-hmm. you're, when you just, you know, the, the cosplay around town kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting what they pick up from you, though. You know, I always tell people I don't know, you know, people say, oh, raising kids is so hard. And I'm like, well, no, not really. You just kind of be there for them and and you know show them some cool stuff and they'll pick up on what they want to pick up on and what they don't whatever you know what i mean so it's um mm-hmm. i don't i you know i i'm still just kind of amazed it all worked out okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh but uh but yeah i mean it did 
do you read a lot? You guys were talking about um, them reading themselves, but I can remember especially I read like a lot of fantasy books and the Oz books and, and different things to my kids, like, you know, a chapter a night kind of when they were past the age of the little very, you know, kid book type things. But, you know, when they were into like, I'd say grade school age, I would, you know, read them uh, stuff. Uh, or Do you do that at all? Or uh... mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I read a lot. Every, I mean, I always have a book, but I take him to the library once. Oh, Jen a week just does and... a narration. She just reads a whole unabridged uh, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland and and then just plays it for him. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I take him to uh, the library once a week and he let him pick out his book, the books that he wants. And he's learning to read. He can't read his own book by himself like Russell can. But um, he, he we buy, I buy him books too from like half price books or. Yeah. Uh, go to Goodwill yeah. and buy him whatever, like just whatever he's interested in. Because I want him to, I want him to be interested in reading. So. Well, I wonder about it. The reason, I, one of the reasons I was asking was actually a little bit related to that audio thing that you did, Jen. Was you know, with my kids at least, there you know, audiobooks are pretty big now and pretty popular. And and I and I wonder if that gets kids away from actually you know learning. Uh, how to read well or being read to by their by their parents, you know, or do people just pop them down with a with an iPod or something or an, or, or whatever with an audio book, which isn't bad, but uh, but I I just was curious about the reading part of it. I think you know I have memories. I don't I don't know if Angela has to go yet or not, but I can keep talking if she needs to. All right, <laughs> we'll be done. It's a Spurs game. Two sorry. minute two minute warning. Yeah, yeah, two minute warning. Um, no, I remember having. Um, a a record player when I was growing up and my parents bought it for me for Christmas and they bought me the Star Trek. Uh, these books were Star Trek, the original series books on record. Right. So yep. I remember flipping through the books and listening to the, the record, which is basically an audio book, you know? Yeah. And it only has pictures, but I wanted to read them too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it encourages you. We haven't read. had, you know, yeah. Russell just, pretty much had like about a year ago he had finally that little click that where he like is reading everything now and he's like reading chapter books and and he's doing really well at this point yeah and it's like you know every kid like has that click where they can suddenly just like read and then it's just a matter of like getting his vocabulary up so he understands everything that he's reading you know and and that's going really well too but but he like has had no trouble at all like wanting to like he, we have to tell him to turn his light off at the at the end of the night because he's reading, you know. So he's doing really. I mean, I, I don't think it's changed his want to, you know, his 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 desire to read. In fact, he's doing much better than me. He's more like Jim in that aspect. So I was very, I'm very yeah. Glad. I've, I've, I've been <laughs> able to tell, you know, from 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 Daddy, from Jim, you know, he he always had a book in his hand at the uh, at the convention. So yeah, he, he certainly Jim, will get that from your from your husband. So. Yes, yes, which is great. Yeah. yeah, well, and there's also all those great, you know, books coming this fall for Star Wars that, you know, a good chunk yep. of them are going to be kid-oriented, right? Or I should, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the best way to put yep. it, but, you know, they're going to be made for a younger reader. Let's just put it that yeah. way. So that, oh, he'll that, be they'll, very happy. They'll, uh, that'll be awesome for, for them. So, 
Well, th- let's wrap this up so Angela can go watch her Spurs and 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 I I, I can <laughs> I can drink some Those more. Spurs go. And, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this was a cool idea, I think, and I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I did. Uh, you know, it's. Well, I did. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Thank and, uh, you. We yes. should do this more often, Rico. We definitely should. Yeah, we do, we'll definitely <laughs> definitely do this uh, again uh, in in not too distant future. I'm just happy that Angela could join us too because you know, I, I swear she's just like you know. I, Let's just let's just say, Angela. I've known some, and, and Lynn bounced back pretty quick too. But I mean, I've I've known some women from different places I've worked that have had babies, and like you know, three months later, they're still like, "Oh, it's so hard." And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I know it is, I know it is, but it's not the end of you know whatever. Life no, goes on. I I don't think about that kind of stuff. But also, I timed it so that everything was kind of right in place. You know, like she's full and i'm rested. oh for the time like, of day you know yeah for the time of day i you know we, how's she we doing at night at now how's she is she sleeping pretty well or she it's only like a month she, right or what she's almost a month yeah. um she sleeps four to five hours at night well, that's, so that's good that's good so yeah as long as i time it correctly she she will it will feel kind of like a night's sleep for me sort of yeah <laughs> good so good well congratulations yeah. again that's amazing you. you know it's uh Another anomaly in the world. So, so I know. Thanks. I'm very excited. Thanks, Yay. you two. And uh, Thank you. I'll, 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 I'll contact you, you know, share files and all that good stuff. And we'll, this will go up in a couple of days here this weekend for me. And then I think you're going to put it up next week. But, yeah, this was a good idea and fun. Yay. And uh, I'm glad it worked out. Sometimes spur of the moment, you know, I, I, it's funny. Sometimes I try to plan things out. I'll contact somebody and say, hey, let's do a podcast. And when? Oh, I don't know, like next month sometime. And, it, you know. Sometimes you plan it too far out and it never happens because it's too far away. Yeah. So uh, great. It worked out good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a nice weekend, Easter weekend and all. And uh, I'll talk to you again soon. And we'll have to get more Comic-Con plans in place. And figure out what costumes we're going to have Angela make for all of us in her sewing room. (laughs) And uh, I'll send you my measurements. And uh, (laughs) I'm thinking either Matrix or Captain America, one or the other. I don't know which. I like it. Interesting. uh, Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks so much. And uh, you guys have a great night. And uh, you too, Rico. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela from the Anomaly Podcast. And you're listening to Treks and Sci Fi. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that show. I, I really had a good time. Again, big thanks to Jen and Angela for taking the time out of their busy lives or and getting out with me on Skype and talking about, uh, you know, our early days as growing up as geeks and how that has uh, influenced our parenting and what we've uh, exposed our children to in terms of geek things and so forth. So I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, special show. And you can check them out, of course, uh, over on Anomaly Podcast. I urge everyone to check them out on Facebook and also, uh, you know, follow them all over. Uh, You can subscribe to their podcasts and just all kinds of things. And they're doing, putting out shows about every week now, I think they're trying. So, uh, yeah, check them out. All right, next week I will be back. Uh, I'm going to talk about an Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise episode called Daedalus. 
which is one that I, I another one of these times where I really thought I covered this episode before because I enjoy it. Uh, talks about uh, the uh, they bring aboard the inventor of the transporter and, and things happen. So that'll be next weekend. And on the 19th of April, uh, Mark will be here with another classic uh, review of a movie called Angry Red Planet. I'm assuming that's about Mars. I think it is. I don't know if I've seen that one or not. I don't think so. And then the last weekend of this month, the last Sunday of this month, on the 26th, uh, Kenny and I will be back uh, looking at the third of the Harry Potter films and books, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. We've actually recorded that just about a week ago or so, I think it was. Yeah, about a week. And uh, Kenny's getting it edited up, and that'll come out towards the end of April. So uh, happy Easter to everyone. Oh, probably by the time you hear this, it'll be over. And uh, I think that's it. So, again, thanks for listening, as always. You can always find us over on Facebook, uh, the Facebook group Treks and Sci-Fi, or join uh, the uh, forum, uh, treksandsci-fi.com, and you can click there or send me an email to join up in the forum if you'd like. Treksf at gmail.com is always the best way to contact me. So, again, thanks again for stopping by and listening this week, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Treksinsci-Fi. For more information, visit treksinsci-fi.com. Write to Rico today at treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. Set a course for Earth. Maximum warp. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. I'm Captain Kirk. Treks in sci-fi. At ease before you sprain something. Your weekly dose of kinky goodness. And entertainment news. This mission would have failed without your help. I won't be speaking. The only podcast where no one has podcasted before. Captain Adassians yet. I'm with, we're not done with the Cardassians yet. I'm with the strategic importance of that world. Thanks for joining us for Treks in Sci-Fi. Treks in Sci-Fi.